lights, camera, microphone. This is what you've been watching. Hello, everyone. This is your buddy and your pal, Ouch. And this is what you've been watching. Yeah, that's not going on the DVD. Welp. Today's movie was a gamble, and it did not pay off. When you do a podcast mostly covering bad movies, you run the risk of seeing something almost too ridiculous that it becomes memorable, or it's something so boring you wonder why anyone would even donate their time to take part in it. Guess which one today is. When a movie flops so bad, and all I can do is throw my usual format straight down the toilet, the only way out is through. So bear with me, that'll make sense in a little bit, as we look at today's movie, Star Games. I live on a planet called Arascon. We are led by our king. The king is also my grandfather. That makes me a prince. Nowhere in the galaxy is the young prince safe from me. Looks like Lugos had me. But I had a trick ready for him. We meet at last. It's a hologram. He's getting away in the pod. We picked up a distress signal from the young prince. It comes from an insignificant world. Yes, and we... Yes, the blue planet. The inhabitants call it Earth. Ryan! You're a strange dude, aren't you? So you're lost too? My grandfather's searching for me. You'll be all right, Laura. He's got a good head on his shoulders. If you are viewing this hologram, my grandson is in imminent danger. Lugos is evil and wicked, and is intent on universal domination. No planet in the galaxy is safe. Happy, come in. This is Brian. Hello, Brian. How's this gonna help? You may find me not as easy to trick. The planet Earth is such a violent little place. All the more reason that we must go. My grandson is there. Oh, no, you don't understand. He was telling the truth. From 1997, Star Games has no stars, barely any games, but does have a heaping helping of nepotism. Directed by Gradon Clark, who has such films as Final Justice and Angel's Revenge, basically thought his sons could carry an entire Star Wars ripoff on their backs. Nothing like creating family memories in front of a green screen with a lazy alien costume. I hope whatever these kids got paid went straight to therapy. Basically, the movie deals with the usual sci-fi tropes. Evil alien looking to take over the universe, young prince hiding out on Earth, Homeworld ship that looks like three boobs on a plate. I don't need to explain these things. We've all seen them. The young prince is sent to Earth to hide from the evil alien, what's his name, where he meets a kid with diabetes issues. And no, I'm not kidding. Half of this kid's personality is when he needs his insulin shots. Nothing against people with diabetes, 
but it's not quite a traditionally heroic trait. That's all I'm saying. And here's the weird thing. They aren't twins. They only kind of look alike. So there's no real mistaken identities or anything like that. It's just two kind of doughy kids befriending each other. And by the way, these kids do not have a single acting bone in their bodies. They must think acting is just nonstop blathering because they never shut up. They just blaze through all of their lines like they're mowing grass. Honestly, 75% of this movie is these kids wandering through the forest, doing really bad improv, waiting for their dad to yell cut. And that's the other weird thing. They must have been on some time restraints or scheduling issues or something, because everything feels smashed together. You are basically hit with scene transition after scene transition, yet nothing they're showing is actually that important to the plot or anything. I don't mind a star wipe every now and again, but every 15 seconds is a little excessive. And it's not like this is earning any cinematography medals either. Have you ever walked through a forest before? Good, you're basically on set, you just didn't know it. Yeah, trees, very overrated for a setting. My opinion, so sue me. But don't get me wrong, all of the futuristic sets suck too. From the looks of everything, they only had one stage set up with a chroma key effect, so a lot of those shots look eerily familiar. Any shot of the science people walking through a hallway looks like the same shot about five times over and over again. Plus, all of the special effects look particularly smudged for some reason. I'll give some benefit of the doubt, due to the fact it was 1997 and we were only just figuring out digital effects. But man, some of that stuff doesn't even look like spaceships. They look like those giant lightning orbs you would get at Spencer's Gifts, just covered in children's fingerprints. Really ugly, is the point I'm making. I mean, I'm really trying to come up with something positive to talk about. But it's really hard to find the good in this movie. Even the side characters, where they try to add some levity and entertainment, it just falls flat on its face. So, the space kid has hidden his ship on Earth with cloaking device. It has an AI operating it, who is named Happy, is dressed like a stereotypical clown, and is doing a really shticky version of a Robin Williams impersonation, just without the charm or comedy. Uh, I would have swore we were going to have to deal with him all movie, but thankfully, the ship gets blown up within minutes of Happy being introduced. He's back towards the end, but it's not like he gets any memorable lines. It's just a disturbing clown head floating in the air digitally. The only other form of entertainment in this movie would have to be the bear. Like, an actual bear. I'm under the assumption Gradon Clark knew an animal guy who had a trained bear and then just went, hey, let's have the bear chase after my son in the woods. And yes, about the first 10 minutes of the movie is the oldest son of the director being chased through the forest by a black bear with no protective gear on the bear or the son. I mean, 
It's not in the blood-induced fury or anything, but it is a threatening animal chasing after your offspring. And, and, and that's the weird thing. The bear is almost a central plot character. There are multiple instances where they use the bear as a weapon against the enemies. He's even at the very end to defeat the evil bug thing on the spaceship. As awesome as space bears are, it just wasn't featured enough to save this movie. Overall, this was one of the most annoying movies I think I've ever seen, and I've watched Mac and Me. Bad acting from non-actors, smash cuts throughout the movie, stupid plans that are easily thwarted, absolutely nothing works in this movie. It gets a point for effort, but this could have just been a tax scam for money, it's hard to tell. Probably not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's certainly the most recent one to piss me off. With all that being said, I'm going to give Star Games a 2 out of 10. Well, that'll about do it for this time. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Ouchcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JustOuch, capital J-U-S-T, capital A-E-W-C-H. Or send an email to ouch64 at gmail.com. And if you really want to show your appreciation, consider a monthly donation to this little old podcaster. Click on the link in the episode description to find out more. Until next time, everybody. You'll hear from me soon enough. Bye-bye.